Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. Back in 1987, when I was completing my training in the body method of guided imagery and music, I wrote a paper about the power of relationships for personal transformation. Now, my life, my whole life has been devoted to the collective power of transformation. So when during a chance conversation with Patricia Albert, we began to talk about what was possible for humanity, well, you can guess, I immediately invited her to have a conversation with me here on Wisdom Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and founder of what is now known as the Baca Institute. Discover your creative advantage by taking the Creative Innovator Quiz. Find out your creative innovator style so that you can open your creative flow and make everything in life easier. For visionaries, innovators, company founders, and product designers, Optimize your ability to create more in less time while enjoying every minute. My guest today, Patricia Albert, is at ground zero of an evolutionary stream of spiritual awakening where we learn to go beyond individual psychology and transformation into a new space of mutual intersubjective awakening. She is the founder of the Evolutionary Collective originator of the Mutual Awakening Practice, an internationally known contemporary spiritual teacher, and best-selling author of Evolutionary Relationships, Unleashing the Transformative Power of Mutual Awakening. Her unique discovery of the essential components that create an awakened we space is transforming our understanding of what is possible in the space between us. Welcome, Patricia. I am thrilled to have you with us today and able to have to continue our conversation. Yeah. Kind of barely started, but because I said, no, wait, I want to do it here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, I I look forward to having it's a public conversation, but it's kind of a it's a public private conversation about what we both care about. (laughs) So, Patricia. Well, the little bit I know about you, I know that you have had quite a life story. So what's the, what's the story behind the story? Like, what was the, the longing that first ignited in your own heart? Interesting. So, yeah, so um, I've had a long journey of teaching and working with people. As you know, I met Werner Erhardt, who was the founder of the Landmark Forum, and all of the coaching, you know, the, the various people who created schools, et cetera, when I was 18, 1971, mm-hmm. which is a very long time ago, and uh, had the great privilege, really, of being in a situation where I could teach a few hundred people every night of the week, you know, for about 12 years and speak in front of large groups at, you know, in, in various cities. And, mm-hmm. and so I've seen the power of transformation and, and you and I are a part of a transformational, the, the transformational business council, you know, evolutionary business council. And so there's, you know, I, I honor, you know, the power of transformation and individual transformation for humanity. Um, but about 12, 
no, 14 years ago, two years before I created the Evolution Collective, I kind of got to the end of my own teaching with transformation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd worked with over 200,000 people in my lifetime and, and I was at the beginning of something and I just was kind of like, okay, so, you know, I was like sort of drumming my, 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 spiritual, my spiritual hands on the, on the table going, okay, <laughs> so, you know, we're... Is there a new edge? Is there a new beginning? Is there something that's starting that we can barely hear? Mm-hmm. And so I stopped teaching for two years. And I was living in Boulder. And I just, you know, there was Naropa. I mean, there were all these different friends in different areas. Mm-hmm. And Where I, I just, used to teach. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. All right. So, yeah, which is a phenomenal, you know, amazing college. Um, but university. But I just was like, okay, where is it? And I, as I was waiting, what had happened to me uh, 12 years before that, you know, when I was in my 30s, I had met a, a very beautiful spiritual German man who was eight years younger, mm-hmm. kind of looked like Jesus, you know, he had at least the way we think Jesus looks, <laughs> very much my type, mm-hmm. and um, was deeply um, a mystic. I mean, he really, he was no kidding, you know, like he woke up meditating and he was meditative when he ate his eggs in the morning. You know, I mean, he never moved from that connection. Mm -hmm. And so, and I was just madly in love with him and vice versa. And so what happened was in this love affair, and this level of consciousness that we entered into, my heart was very developed from all the work I had done mm-hmm. and all the people I had loved. And, <laughs> and, and his, his awareness was, was so acute. And we, lo- we only wanted to be close. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up having that very, um, you know, twin soul, you know, whatever you want to call it. But we really were one and we entered into that like every day was a, like a spiritual journey and awakening because we were so in that beloved state. Mm-hmm. And it was a spiritual awakening every day and it was always new. That's the nature of this journey, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it was, but it was like, we never like watched a football game, you know, like it, like we never sort of went normal. So it was a interesting and I loved that, you know, I mean, it was like, I was like in heaven yeah. being with him in that way, but we were taken and what started to happen was we had a, what I would call now a mutual awakening. So like someone can become awakened to have a certain level of realization in a non-dual way. Mm-hmm. We had an awakening that wasn't non-dual, but it was an awakening that I, I still, you know, I didn't have words for. Mm-hmm. And it was ever, it was like it had, like it was, it was moving without us doing anything for a number of years. Like it was like, you know, it was like unraveling us and it was Mm -hmm. exquisite and he died, you know, so he ended up, you know, asking me to marry him. So, you know, long story, but he ended up being in a car accident, uh, was brain injured and eventually died. Mm -hmm. So I was left with this horror of not only losing, you know, your beloved, the man that you love, mm-hmm. but I was in the shared consciousness state. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's ripped away from me. And, you know, it just took me years to just even 
navigate any of it. Do you know what I mean? It was a very difficult navigation. Um, so I never thought, I was always like, what the hell? You know, like I wouldn't have traded it for anything in the world, but I was also in this ongoing process of trying to navigate being, being an individual again in a world that didn't function the way we did. So let me ask you, so, that, 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 that's such a huge thing. Was there any part of you at that time that was able to or aware of being able to connect with him from the other dimensions? I could, but he was in a very hurt place. Mm. Um, and so there was all that as well. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he had been brain injured very badly. Mm-hmm. And he took his life at the end. Yeah. He was beating his head against, I mean, it was really not good. So, you know, so, so, so I couldn't even go there to feel Mm -hmm. I was with him. Yes, of course. So regardless of all of that, that had happened and I'd found my way, you know, kind of to at least a place of, you know, I could have the open wound and still be in my life and experience the kind of love and connection that I have for people. But then at this time, this time where I stopped teaching, what came through was all of a sudden it was like, this is the time, Patricia. <sighs> so the time for the multiple beloveds. Yes. You know, the beauty of the two of us. Yes, of course. I mean, is that compelling? Absolutely. You know, I mean, but that isn't, that isn't something humanity is going to, step into it's 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 extreme and it wasn't like an end point for you well that's what I, I, I couldn't i mean i have a big imagination okay i can imagine possibilities for days and mm-hmm. i could not i could not imagine what was what was more than that yes yeah. i really couldn't i couldn't i could not go past it because mm-hmm. it was like being with God, you know, it was like being with the divine as your lover, as you uh, inside, yeah, you know, like that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so I could feel him also on the other side, eventually being annoyed with me because he was kind of like, cause I was just missing him and, you know, I was being very roomy ish, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> and, and, and it was kind of like, he was drumming his hands kind of going, come on, come on, come on. And then yeah, cause he was waiting for you to come. To, to but it was place. a timing. The thing yes. was, I realized that when I started this, I was right when humanity has seven point seven billion people, our individual practices and processes have gone to a peak of, you know, understanding there's a myriad of ways that people can find their way. I mean, we've, it's so rich mm-hmm. and our individuation is so extreme. It's even to the point of, you know, Pandora knows what I want to listen to. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of in every way, our individuation is at a peak. Mm-hmm. You know, attunement to me and how I want to be. As if it's all about just me. But it's kind of great. I mean, we've actually gotten to a place of, you know, being Neanderthals and now we are, you know, like this. But but I realized, like, all of a sudden I realized the multiple beloveds. There was something about what Peter and I, as two unenlightened people, had entered into. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, what if I can get 10 people to turn towards each other, not as lovers, but in this way, what could the divine do with us? Exactly. It was more than just for the moment. It was like, what if we build this circuitry, this sort of Mm -hmm. celestial architecture for something greater? 
Yeah. And that's what yeah. got me to start. Go ahead. Well, that, that, that's why I was so excited to speak with you because that <laughs> is what we spent over 20 years doing, that there was a collective of us that were working with a particular teacher, yes. receiving energies and connecting as that collective, as that collective force and building those celestial um, interwoven energetics so that we could do with each other, with each other. Yeah. Wow. So and going beyond separation with each other. Exactly. And that is so that's rare. Most spiritual groups connect this way. Uh-huh. And they're open. They love each other, but they're connecting from, you know, like the, like through the saint pathway. So let me that's ask quite you different. That. That's quite different. So let me ask you about that because that's exactly was a, was a question that was occurring to me because there's yeah. the intimacy of the relationship between self and presence, you know, that relationship as above, right. so below kind of thing. Yes. But then, then there's that collective force when each person has that connection and it is alive and well and thriving. And that's not easy. <laughs> yes, of course, right. And then you come together, and then you have the two or more, when two or more are gathered in my name, when each of the individuals are connected. So what is the, the relationship between, or the, the relationship between that connection with presence, the intimacy between two people, let's say, or even a right. group of people. But then right. there's a relationship between the two, and that's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah, I mean, it's a kind of, it's a fairly, I mean, in a way, an advanced question, but, I but, I, but, I, but I'm up for it, totally. <laughs> so, so one of the things that I've been, I've just been teaching has to do with these thresholds of unity. Mm -hmm. The individual threshold which is the one that we have been in for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. So there is an, an incarnational loop. Mm -hmm. You know, we come as an individual soul, we connect with the earth, we connect with our incarnation. We sometimes bring other, you know, other lifetimes and stuff with us. And there's a, and the connection with the divine is this way is, is, is an individual connection. Now it doesn't mean that when I'm connected with the divine, and I'm with you, and you're connected, that there isn't something that opens. But, that, but it's still the individual threshold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you think all religion, you know, the Dalai Lama, I mean, all, you know, Mother Teresa, the, the various gorgeous awakened beings that we can look to as, as, you know, luminaries that have kind of shown in that, mm -hmm. we assume from the individual pathway, we are on this journey and I'm going to say something fairly heretical, so, you know, just whatever, <laughs> go for it, um, is a friend of mine uh, was at the Pope's Summer Palace um, with the Dalai Lama, Deepak Chopra, you know, the luminaries, amazing, mm -hmm. real luminaries from around the world. So excited, couldn't wait, you know, was like, oh my God, something amazing is going to happen. And he went, and he's a beautiful teacher, and he said, everybody was lovely, but nothing really happened. Yeah which is, this is the individual threshold. So in the individual mm -hmm. threshold, each person gets up and they share with others their transmission. The transmission brings a certain unity, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of. But it's, nothing new gets created. Yeah. The second threshold, which is entirely new, it is not something that's been going on for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. 
So this next threshold, which has to do with the wheel of time, like right now, is a different time than when Jesus walked the earth Mm -hmm. or Buddha walked the earth. All the religions started two to 3,000 years ago. All of them. Yes. Okay. So it was the axial period. There's There's a certain period of trying to rise up from our survival instincts and our, you know, hormones driving us into, you know, violence and sex and, you know, survival. This next threshold. So instead of this, the awakening goes like this. It's like a limiscate. Mm-hmm. And when well, like this, you need to describe it since they can't see us. They can't see us, right? Okay, so it's, a, it's like an infinity symbol. Okay, yeah. so what happened with Peter and I, and what I've been doing since with people is that when people come from not the soul. Mm-hmm which is in the first threshold, Mm -hmm. not your essential self, not your authentic self, not your spark. Mm -hmm. But there is in fact a deeper origin. I call it the origination point. I don't care what you call it, but there's something that's never been in time. And yet it is very precise and it is very unique and it is very much you. Mm -hmm. That when two beings connect from there, we go to absolute oneness. Something It's almost like making a baby. Like we literally go into oneness and the connection with the divine is opened dimensionally so that something starts to happen way bigger than the exquisiteness of what happens between us. Yes, or the exquisiteness of what happens with self, small self with capital S self. Yeah, and it's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with that, right? It's kind of like, we have that, we have to have that intact, you know, or or, no, here's the thing. No, not actually. This is what's cute. This is what's kind of radical, but Mm -hmm. interesting is that the origination point when people come from there, even if they haven't done tons of work healing here, which Mm -hmm. is helpful, they can find the connection. Yes. And, 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 mm-hmm. and because think about it with 7.7 billion people and there are new babies coming there, there are new beings coming on the planet that probably mm-hmm. aren't necessarily going to be born into the same incarnational loop. Right. And the they don't need to do the healing. And, and most of us don't, many of us don't need to do well, the They might be have done it. Yeah. Or there's some new wave that may start exactly. to lift. That yeah, isn't yeah. based there, like right. we've been based. We're like hybrids. Yes. We're a little bit of both, right? Maybe. Is that when that connection, there's a weave of unity. There's a embodied kind of unity that starts to come online. And it's very new. It's, it's not something that's always, always here. We're just finding it. It's, it's not that. It's not mm-hmm. like this has already been here and now we're just discovering. It's literally coming in now. It's a new evolution, isn't it? It really is. And there's people that talk about the ninth wave and different things. They're saying divinity is and love instead of witnessing consciousness. There's is actually a different kind that's coming in to begin to scoop us Mm -hmm. into a different possibility. And the kind of war that's going on right now, you know, in our world of light and dark. You know, the light and dark is like kind of going crazy at the moment. It feels like, mm-hmm. you know, it feels very extreme. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And it's not, it's, it's going to come apart. Like where, where there's something pulling us to a different possibility. And that's the second threshold. And then there are thresholds beyond that. But so but what, I, what I teach, like what I ended up teaching is mm-hmm. how do you move into the second threshold? What mm-hmm. is spiritual practice? There's like a half hour practice that actually lets people start to, to locate from origin point with the other, with what else happens. And then from there, there's, there's more. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my sense about this time has been that there's so much that's being up earthed because, and it's wonderful because that's what's needed. What's your sense of how the energy, um, how you're experiencing the energy in terms of that, in terms of the way in which we're being moved into this new place, the way we're we're being offered something brand new. That seems very clear. Well, the the piece that's interesting, I find, is the the, see, with being individuated Mm -hmm. comes separation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's beautiful. Yes. So you have the beauty of it, but you have the reality of separateness. Mm-hmm. And the the particular paradigm that we're still in, you know, even if I like with you and I, if you, if I if I if you go into your subjective connection, mm-hmm. you know, you're inside with your divinity mm-hmm. and I'm inside with mine, we're still kind of separate. Right. So no matter what, like the separateness in the world, the loneliness, mm-hmm. all of the issues of separation and divisiveness, the, it's the kind you of like over there and me somewhere else, and, and the projection, other. Mm-hmm. No, and the whole emphasis on my subjective experience, like I'm experiencing this, and I feel this, and I know yeah. that, and this is my body, and I feel grounded, and I can feel my perineum, and all of that stuff, right? <laughs> is I wouldn't dare. I mean, you would get mad at me if I said I can feel your subjective experience. I can mm-hmm. feel from the inside. You'd be like, well, wait a minute, you know, like. Probably not. You know, probably I'm the only one over here, or you maybe not, because you're <laughs> unusual. But most people are so developed, and then you see in the world, everybody's in some kind of other, we're in so many separate worlds, we might as well be in hell. It's yeah. a kind of realm. Everybody's in it some kind of hell. It's a hell realm. You know, it's like, and so to break the projections and the, overemphasis of subjective sensing and knowing and thinking and how I feel. And then thinking, you know, this is me as a New Yorker, mm-hmm. you know, thinking you got to be crazy. If you think that with all of that separation, mm-hmm. that we're going to include each other and be inclusive and really work out our differences from being that separate. You got to be, I mean, never. Yeah, it's I mean, a until thing that you're bringing forward, it's like if we go underneath where there's no separation, where you, I don't even know what religion, I don't know your story, I don't know any of that, but we've literally connected from a place that feels more like home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and more connected and loved. Then you build that, then maybe we have a chance to work out what you feel, what I need. Do you know what I mean? Like the things that are still real as humans, maybe from that ground or that um, circuitry That's of connection, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because we have a better shot. So my, my experience has been, and actually this is really very 
Oh my goodness. Very present right now. Um, my dearest friend of 42 years just passed and, um, and we have been with some others connected in this circuitry. Yeah. Yeah. For a very long time. And I'm seeing how with, there's something about her having passed that is activating a different dimension of this circuitry. Yeah. I don't understand. That that, no, that makes sense. Yeah. It, I, I, it feels very real, very true. I don't understand it all yet. I know it's, there's lots to evolve and unfold. So I'm looking at how those kinds of connections, that kind of mm-hmm. connected circuitry, is what is here. I am, I'm hesitating. It's, it's, it's like it's what is here to change the world. What is here that can change the world? They can bring right. about that kind of heaven, <clears throat> excuse heaven me, on heaven earth. on earth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you developed it over time. The, the, there's two levels, I think, of the, of the thresholds. So what you guys did was as a group, it sounds like you were building the circuitry ongoingly. So you had a body of unity. Mm-hmm. That's the third threshold. There's other, mm-hmm. There are other things that are necessary to have really that shared nervous system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the second threshold is being able to go in, into that level of connection, right? You know, with each other and with the divine mm-hmm. and starting to open and build that so that you can access the energies that are coming. Do you know what I mean? That at least they're starting to lift. <clears throat> People are less obsessed with their issues, less obsessed with, you know, having a fabulous life. I mean, it doesn't mean, mm-hmm. I mean, we should have that, but there's something that gets lifted. Yeah. It's when we are together. Pers- it's not about my personality. Even your spiritual personality. Yeah, I know. It's like, but it's like, you're fine. You're fine. Right. <laughs> and let's get on with what we're here to do. Yes. But that underlying matrix, which is we have to pay attention. If we don't do it, it's like, if we don't have sex, the world will end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We know that. Now that's right. not a problem because, you know, there's a thing that's making everybody <laughs> keep that going. <laughs> but with this... Mm-hmm. We are separate cells. And Teilhard de Chardin, who was the Jesuit priest, who I'm sure you've heard of, he talked about something called creative union. And creative mm-hmm. union is what allows molecules to become cells as they share characteristic energy. Mm. It's particular. It's not just anything. They right. share something, they become a molecule. Molecules share a characteristic energy. They become a cell, or I don't know how it works, but you know, it goes up. But it's very particular. Humans, we're so busy being our single celled selves, you know, we think we're the end of the food chain. <laughs> Except there's 7.7 billion of us. Yeah. You gotta wonder, you know, is there what is the characteristic energy that allows for this, that allows for hmm. you and I? When we share that, we become one. When we share that, we become one. If I share my story with you, no characteristic energy, no oneness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you listen to me empathetically and deeply, no oneness. If I share my darkest, if I share spiritual energy, no oneness necessarily. You're still over there and I'm over here. Mm -hmm. 
there's particular when we share from that origin from from the nothingness mm-hmm. the particular nothingness that we are mm-hmm. boop, all of a sudden you have you know the two molecules become a cell yeah so tell me and that's that's a, that's an exciting discovery i think that is a huge and it's reliable so that's what i want to ask you about it's is reliable. i think your mutual yeah. awakening process yeah, you know, I mean the, What does that have to do with awakening not only our the collective, but also our individual potential? Because I think it's both. Yeah, I mean, I think that for I think it's for a couple of different. It, it does. I do feel like it's a twenty first century spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's eyes open, at least with two people. You know, we have groups of people getting on Zoom, so we put them in pairs, and then we work uh, together, uh-huh. and that's exciting. If you have 100 people and everybody's in pairs, like, there's an energy together. Oh, yes. And I have a global, I have a global practice platform so that once people learn how to practice, they can get on once or twice a day with people from all over the world and do this, mm-hmm. right? So you're like, woo you know, you're in it. Um, but what, you, what were you asking? So the, oh, so the practice, the benefit, here's who it's for. Mm-hmm. people who, who have done their non-dual, you know, they've done practices mm-hmm. and they're just kind of like, if they tell the truth, they're a little restless for something more. Right. They know there's something so you bring, more. You bring people together and it's like, it's like if you could take the Dalai Lama mm-hmm. and Mother Teresa, if she was still alive and have them do this practice, the room would explode. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, it would be like, oh, like you'd feel like the heavens open up, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is different if they stand next to each other. Right. There's something. So, so there's number one, those are people who are like kind of curious, like I want to be with people, but I don't want to just be with people in, the, in all the normal ways that I know. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to just sit next to them and meditate. Mm-hmm. There's something, there's something. So I, the something is here. Okay. The second thing is there are people that don't really love meditating. Mm, mm-hmm. Truth be told, you know, I mean, they're just kind of like, it's just that aloneness, that mm-hmm. eyes closed has never quite done it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They feel like they should. Right. No, I know, because I teach a way of meditating that does bring people together, and they go like, this is so different. Yeah, I right. spent 20 years in an ashram, and I never got to speak about my experience. I never got to have this kind yeah. of connectedness. Yeah, so there are people that are more wired to be beloved. Mm, oh, that's... You're just more wired to be wired to be beloved. Wow. Yeah, you know, like there are, pe- <laughs> there are desert people and there are garden people. <sighs> you know, and I think the garden people are kind of like, I know I'm supposed to meditate, but, 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 you know, like it's not... But, and they but do there this. is that thing that's not right about it. And there's yeah. something where they go, oh my, I, I was made for this. Do you know what I, mean? I was like, and they literally, the, the, the spiritual energies and openings and the multidimensional access and the quality of what that happens in them is incredible. Mm-hmm. The third thing is that it's a different brain state. So meditation tends to take you into delta theta. Mm-hmm. So you close your eyes, you're letting go. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to move. You know, if it's really good, you're kind of like, you, you, you know, you drop into a place that is just, mm-hmm. you're gone, you know, like in the best of ways, you're there, but you're gone. <laughs> and, um, and with this, it activates gamma. So you have eyes open, 
Mm-hmm. You're touching, you're touching what you're experiencing with words and learning how to not do it from your conceptual mind. So right and half hemispheres are functioning and you're in high coherency. Mm-hmm. And there's this kind of love and joy and positivity and flow. So all those crazy athletes, you know, that go, that do things they can't do, they go into high gamma frequencies. Right, right. So it's eyes open in flow and it's bring, it's literally wiring your brain differently so that you can be in a very profound, multidimensionally profound state with your eyes open while you're on your computer walking around. Exactly. Because I think it's very practical. It's very practical. I, mean, I, I keep wanting to get my hands on Google or somebody because I think, I mean, I'm meditation kidding. is good so yeah. that they, they don't stress themselves out, but they should be in high gamma. Exactly. Exactly. Ah. So that's, you know, I, I, that's why I'm so excited. My baby is like, I'm almost quivering here. Ah. <laughs> I, feel, I, feel the, I feel the resonance between us. I do. Because I've had that same feeling of, yeah, I want to get my hands. I, I, Google used to be a customer of mine when I was in the part of the, doing some tech work. Yeah. And, and I've seen how they get so stressed and they have to work, you know, right. 18 hour days and, <clears throat> And, you know, my way of working with energy, it is, it is different from yeah. you, but it, but yeah, yeah. it is that in, in intent of how can we work together collectively so that there is such a flow, flow. both <clears throat> this way personally from, you know, from yeah. presence connected with me personally, but then how do we connect that with as, as this? Yeah, with what we're doing. Right. Mm. That's really good. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Whoa. So there's about a thousand things I think I want to ask. Um, <laughs> and we're, you know, we, we yeah. do need to end at some point here. Um, hmm. I think I want to ask you if just, if there's, if there's something that you could offer to our listeners um, that they could do right now that they could do right now to begin this. And then I'm going to ask you about how they can connect with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, here's the, here's, here's the, the bitch of this, okay? It's so, mm-hmm. it would be so easy if I was teaching in the individual threshold because right. everybody can do it by themselves. Right. Or they can listen to the download later or they can read something. Do you know what I mean? They can ingest something. Yes. This is about showing up. Yeah in a very particular way with another. Now, what they could do right now, mm-hmm. just to feel some sense of oneness with us at least, is if they bring their awareness into my voice. So if you place your awareness in my voice, mm-hmm. and then all your listeners do that, mm-hmm. for a moment, you get a sense of like, it's almost like instead of all the fractionalized subjective, you know, for a minute, like you're, we're all together at like one point. Yes. Yeah. And when you do that on Zoom, it's fascinating. I'll have people put it on gallery view. Mm-hmm. You, know, you see like, you know, 25 or 100 people. And then tell them to bring their awareness into my voice. And you can feel the whole, the whole page of people. Something changes. Yes. Yeah, and it's a good place to start. Now, obviously, they need to go deeper in the practice, but um, we're just not used to. I mean, I mean, you obviously love this because because we're we're not used to taking the world into unitive spaces. Mm-hmm. How to maintain that? How to start with that? How to 
cultivate that because that mm-hmm. hasn't been what's been going on. No, it's been the exact and, opposite. And that is what's next. I mean, I've been doing this for 12 years and even my, my friends who are in, you know, famous authors and stuff like that, you know, they just thought it was crazy. You know, I'd start talking about it. They go, what? You know, like it didn't make any sense. Mm. And maybe I didn't explain it very well. I'm not sure. But, you know, well, now they there the well, there's a we space starts to be a conversation that there's a we space, there's a higher we, there's me to we, you know, there's a little bit of that going on. Mm-hmm. And we're still at the nascent beginning. Absolutely. This will be what people will be doing in the next five, 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of individual work as much, people will be innovating in these mm-hmm. different areas and probably all kinds of cool ways. So. Yeah. So how can people get in touch with you? What's the best place for them to find out about you? Yeah. Um, so I wrote a best-selling book um, called Evolutionary Relationships. And if they go to evolutionarycollective.com, they just go to my website, evolutionarycollective.com. On the front, it says, you know, you can start here. Mm-hmm. If they click on that, it says it's a starter kit. And what it actually is, is part one of my book. Mm-hmm. It's part one of my book. And then for every, each of the four chapters, I've also written more with exercises and things that they can do so that they have a little bit of a scaffolding mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because what you, I mean, you and I are like, Ooh, you know, we're excited, yeah. but it might be like, what, you know, what are they talking about? What the heck? <laughs> what is, and so maybe not, but um, the, the having more of a sense of what is this subjective, intersubjective, what are we talking about? So those four chapters I do in the first one, the first lesson that they get, I talk about the difference between desire and longing mm-hmm. and the power of that you know, the different power to, and how that relates to this. And, and people have enjoyed that. So there's that. Okay. And, and I've done that is, and it's so worthwhile. Oh, good. Okay. I want to encourage people to do that because it is. And then it, if they're, if they want to have a, a direct experience of, of like bringing, you know, being on zoom and, and me doing a workshop on this, there's a free workshop. I, I only do these every few months, but I am doing another one on the 5th. So February 5th. Okay. If they write to me at Patricia at evolutionarycollective.com, I will send them the link. Great. And Patricia, when the, I don't, since I don't know exactly when this is going to get to air okay. uh, yet, if, if it's beyond that February date, do you know the next one yet? No, or just si- sign up for the starter still- kit. If they Perfect. sign up for the starter kit, then we'll at least let them know when, when three opportunities to experience, because everything that I'm doing is about showing up and actually tasting this because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. otherwise you know it's like love like you can't read i mean you can read about it but you have to like show up and get kissed you know it's like <laughs> so yeah you are such a pleasure thank you, you too thank you <laughs> thank you patricia albert for for gracing us with your presence and with what feels so much to be what is possible in the world? You know, and that yeah. just that moves me deeply. Yeah. Thank, Thank you for you. doing what you're doing and being who you are in the world. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for inviting me to be here with you. This was a very exciting conversation. Yes. yes. <sighs> okay. Hmm. And thanks to all of you for being with us here today at Wisdom Talk Radio. 
Remember, you can join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. And sometimes you get to hear like really something so, so far out, you know, it's, it's really is what is next. Remember, you can find us also on your favorite place to listen to podcasts. So if you've enjoyed listening today, please leave us a review. That helps more people access the wisdom and the transformation. And for more about optimizing your own connection with your creative intelligence, find me, Laurie Seymour, over at thebacainstitute.com. Take the Creative Innovator quiz there now. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. <laughs>